0: Welcome to Rex Factor. This week, Gary and/or Yoki, with your hosts Graham Duke and Ali Hood.
1: Hello! Ahoy! And welcome to Rex Factor, reviewing all the kings and queens of Scots, from Kenneth McAlpin to James VI.
0: Yes, yeah, so, um,
1: previous chap, useless. Yeah, Iath. Killed. Yes. We've now got Giric, or do we have Yoki? How are you spelling Yoki? I'm spelling Yoki E-O-C-H-A-I-D. <laughs> Why? Did, I mean, that you can tell the Irish heritage there,
0: can't you? When it's easy Pizanid, Y.T. Sam.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Believe it's where we get Yokai the New from. Really? No. No. <laughs> so, Girek or Yocky, how can we have an and/or situation? What on earth is going on? Yeah. Let's find Let's out. Let's find out. Right? Bit of backgroundy stuff first mm-hmm. to establish the context in which one or or both, of <laughs> yeah. these two chaps reigned. Can I give them names? So, after the Romans depart Britain, yeah. in what is now Scotland, we've got four key kingdoms. This is my third time. Saxons. Saxons, who are the sort of the northeast of England, but goes into the south-east of Scotland. That's the kingdom of Northumbria. Geordies. Uh, Britons. Britons, who are in the kingdom of Strathclyde, which is south-west of Scotland. Picts. Who are sort of the north-northeast. Scots And the Scots, who are on the west coast, the kingdom of Dalriada, who'd come over from Ireland a few centuries earlier. Then vying for best supporting
0: actor role is the Vikings and the
1: Irish. Yes, yeah, so the Vikings come along and from 795, start raiding a bit. In 839, there's a massive battle in which they completely wipe out the existing Pictish leadership. Mm-hmm. And into that power vacuum came Kenneth McAlpin. Mm-hmm. So he ro- rules over both uh, Dalrietta and the Picts, mm. and uh, is a very powerful king, makes marriage alliances with the king of Strathclyde and also a high king in Ireland.
0: And does something special with Vikings? May with have uh, made, made a bit of a
1: deal with the Vikings as well. A bit of a Jordan, canny, yeah. canny so-and-so. Mm. Uh, his brother Donald didn't do much other than establishing some Scottish laws over both the Picts yes. and uh, mm. Dalriata Constantine I, who's Kenneth's son, played this cautious game of risk With the Vikings when they all come over with their sort of great heathen army. And it didn't pay off, the final gamble. Didn't quite pay off. He sees them off for quite a long time. A lot of the leaders die. He manages to get the uh, king of Strathclyde killed, Mm. the one that Kenneth had done a marriage alliance with. Right, yeah. Uh, But eventually Constantine meets his own end at the hand of the Vikings. Yeah. And then his brother Aeth came to the throne and did nothing memorable. Of any kind. But hashtag remember Iath. Hashtag remember Iath. How do you spell it? <laughs> yes. So, that happens. Iath is assassinated. But who takes over? Uh, My well, is on Well, we've got Girik. We've got Yoki. But Girik did the killing. Girik is said to have done the killing. Mm. But let's find out who they are yeah. and why there's confusion. Okay. First up, we'll do Yoki. Okay. So, we don't know exactly when he was born. Naturally. Uh, but he is the son of Rune of Strathclyde and a daughter of Kenneth McAlpin. Oh, yeah. So, Kenneth's marriage alliance was with King Artigle of Strathclyde. Yeah. So, Artigle's son is Rune and he marries Kenneth's daughter. Yeah. So, that's the way it works. Yeah. Artgill is killed by the Vikings.
0: At the best of, of yeah.
1: First, and then Rune becomes king, has Yoki as his son so then presumably when Rune dies at some point Yoki becomes King of Strathclyde right so Yoki is is descended from Kenneth MacAlpin. he's technically grandson
0: but not so when you say becomes king you don't mean of Scotland, you mean of
1: Strathclyde he became King of Strathclyde but he also perhaps becomes King of ah, okay. uh, Scots because as well because there's
0: this vacuum here after Garrick's done his dirty business
1: and he is albeit through a woman descended from Kenneth McAlpin yeah and so has perhaps a claim to the throne. OK, right. Uh, now, how does he look on the cards? OK. Now,
0: Graham, I'll I'll post a picture of this, but Graham's new thing is to <laughs> have a big reveal with a, a a napkin, handkerchief. So I can't see who it is
1: until... Boom! Whoa! So the Heritage Playing Cards Limited Company has put their money on Yoki.
0: He is... He's a very merry fellow, isn't he? Yeah, so how does he look? Well, uh, he's... I mean, he's got lovely legs. Yeah. But we're going tunic here, Mm. with a very nice tartan cape.
1: Sort of green. He's he's various shades of green, isn't he? Very
0: shades of green. Uh, But I think the important thing here is that he's sort of clearly a happy, (laughs) ruddy-faced, good-time bloke with a cup of what I can only assume is very strong wine in his hand. And is he laughing?
1: Yeah. Yeah, he looks like he's having a good. Life. He looks like he's having a good time. But watch this in his left hand? Uh, well, a little hidden little, sword. A hidden sword. Is that significant? Well, I mean, I think. Well, possibly we've got the hidden sword, but also we've got a man who doesn't seem too worn down by affairs of no. state. Perhaps he's, he's just enjoying his wine yeah. out of his horned yeah. cup. He's having a good time.
0: Yeah,
1: lovely. Um, now the man who is not on the card is Gyrick, mm. which might seem like a bad start. For him, certainly, yeah. He was once thought to be the son of Donald the First. Which one was he? So he was Kenneth McAlpin's brother. So right. the second of our models. Chancellor's, yeah. Chancellor's Donald. However, that was almost certainly a scribal error. So he was probably the son of a man called Dungle, uh, not Doug, uh, Donald. OK. So that would mean that he doesn't actually have any royal lineage whatsoever. He doesn't have a claim to the throne. He's not descended from Kenneth Macalpin.
0: And the people in the time would have known that, and it's to us now reinterpreting it that yeah. thought he might have done. Yeah, okay. so
1: then when maybe the Dungle looked a bit similar to the Donald, they thought, oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. OK. But he probably doesn't have any claim, so he's probably, in actual fact, a Gaelic noble from the West Coast, just a man on the make.
0: Who uh, was pretty...
1: Stabby happy. Well, so it seems that he may have been a notable figure in Dalriada or thereabouts, but perhaps during Constantine's reign when the Vikings were everywhere, he kind of moves inland like many mm. others would have done. May have then gone to court, may have ingratiated himself with um, I.F. Mm. and thus been a man at court. Mm. But
0: but he'd ended up...
1: Ended up not being such a good friend no, he to didn't. the King of Scots. And it was
0: stabby stabby, wasn't it? It wasn't bow and arrow. Yeah, we yeah. think.
1: Now... We don't have a card for Garrick, so mm-hmm. we can't even approximate somebody else's we guess can, what can he looks like. Up. We could make it up. Yeah. His nickname, uh, or his epithet, he's sometimes referred to as Grim.
0: Oh, that's good.
1: But I think that's more just a way of writing his name rather than an actual yeah, okay. characteristic. But his nickname, rather, was Macrath.
0: Oh, yes!
1: Son of Fortune.
0: Brilliant. That's more like it. That
1: is a bit more like the it. Look
0: Rath, son of Fortune. Love it. Yes. And
1: what about Yocky? He doesn't have one? a he doesn't have a nickname, but his name means U-warrior. U Warrior. You as in the tree, Y E W. You Warrior.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Uh,
1: apparently there was a U cult connected with Iona in pagan times. Mm. So I think Gyrick's one out there. Yeah, round there, one least. to Girick. Yes. How is it? that we have this confusion. Mm. One of the issues is the limited source material. Ayath's mm. reign, and sort of obviously that all the Viking invasions that were going on under Constantine, means that we don't really have much written mm. for the next decade or so. Very, very little. The Irish chronicles don't really bother to write about it. The Anglo-Saxon chronicles don't really cover it at all. Neither of them give an obituary for Yoki or Giric. OK. So well,
0: but, but they gave one line to Ayath.
1: They gave a line to Ayath. But it, nothing to mention all. these guys. Oh dear. Um, and we have contradictions. Um, so what does survive is quite uncertain about who rules. So it's not that historians now haven't been able to piece it together. It's that actually the sources at the time, or sources like a couple of hundred years later, mm-hmm. like the Chronicle of Kings of Alba, they don't know. Right. So this is what the Chronicle of Kings of Alba says. On the other hand, Yoki, the son of Rune, the king of the Britons, grandson of Kenneth by his daughter, ruled for 11 years. Admittedly, others say that Giric, the son of... uh, ruled at that time because he became teacher and prime minister to Yoki.
0: So, sort of ruling in... um, as if if this Yoki chap was in a minority?
1: Yes, or perhaps he's like a figurehead. Right. So, we've got various... um, different theories some say Yocki was the king some say Giric was the king um, it may be some kind of co-rule mm-hmm. so they were both ruling at the same time or that Giric gets rid of Iath but because Giric doesn't have any royal blood he wouldn't be accepted as being king so he makes an alliance with Yoki
0: Yoki
1: Yockey, is the puppet ruler, but Giric's the power behind the throne. That sounds
0: more likely than ruling together to me.
1: Yeah, and yoki has got good motivation for it. Obviously, for one thing, it's nice to become king. Always, he's got a bit of a claim. Yeah, and his grandfather Article, was, of course, killed by Constantine the First. So this for Strathclyde is actually almost like a bit of vengeance. You mm. know, they killed off Ith, yeah, Constantine's oh, brother. See, yeah. And now so they've got them the back, yeah so it's a good chance for them. One of the reasons that. They don't get mentioned is probably because a lot of the sources for the period are essentially pro Alpin. So Kenneth MacAlpin and his sons is seen as the proper dynasty. Right. So, so these assault. guys come in, they don't really want to acknowledge it. That's mm. probably why. But what we're going to say, because actually Yocky is almost not mentioned again, other than the Chronicles of Kings of Alba, no one really mentions him. Mm. So we're going to say Giric's really the man doing stuff in charge, and Yocky. He's maybe t- taking his wine, he's having some fun, telling some jokes.
0: That sounds really like it is. But yeah, Giric's the one it. in charge. Mm. It.
1: So, what actually happens? Okay. As we said, we don't know exactly what happened under Aeth's reign. It was literally unmemorable. <laughs> Remember Aeth. Remember Aeth. But at- Giric possibly fled inland in despair at the Viking raids, ingratiate himself with Aeth, and when Aeth becomes obviously not up to the job... Or Giric is just power-hungry, one of the two. Mm. Giric thinks enough is enough. Stabby. Stabby, stabby to Aeth. Mm. So he's killed the king.
0: Sounds a very dangerous strategy. Doesn't he just well, immediately yes. get killed?
1: Well, I suppose if he's a powerful man at court, he's maybe doing a bit of the Game of Thrones job. He's got his allies, people who support him. He's got a group of followers around him. Yeah, He's then maybe able to engineer a sort of palace coup. Mm. Dangerous stuff. Dangerous games. We don't actually know very much about the reign itself. (laughs) No, right, there's a theme (laughs) of building here. Um, But the sources suggest he makes various reforms to the church, Mm. particularly in favour of the Gaelic church over the Picts.
0: And what the Picts were Christians as well at this point? Both Christians, but you know, just
1: slightly different ways of doing things. Um, And he probably has various battles with rival kingdoms.
0: Okay. Wins them. Yeah, it seems to have done. Good, it seems good. to have
1: done. And but the big problem for, for Gyrick is that he does have rivals to the throne. Mm. Both Constantine the First and Unmemorable Ayath mm. have a son. Right. So, so there are two royal Alpin princes.
0: And when we're talking about rivals, we're talking about rivals to Gyrick because rivals we're Geric. assuming that Yoki is just the fellow.
1: Exactly. Occupying the throne. Yeah. Okay. having a merry old time
0: who was that fella in Game no not Game of Thrones the um, other the uh, one Judas of the, no Lord of the Rings um, where his fella's on the throne all like under a weird old man's bell
1: is under the spell and Wormtongue is whispering that's, evil advice that's what something. I'm picturing well it's, it's nice that you're making these very specific Lord <laughs> of the Rings references
0: I know how much you like them <laughs> oh.
1: Um, and well and of course this period in history Tolkien probably was he,
0: yeah he loved a bit of he me. loved
1: a bit of this stuff um, where was I? oh yeah so we've got two Alpin royal princes mm. um, and they are Donald and Constantine yeah different ones to the dead kings that we've had before
0: obviously. oh what oh so the sons of
1: uh- so Constantine's son is called Donald and Iath's son is called Constantine Oh, right, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. We don't need to worry about the but names. They're, so they're the McAlpins? Yeah, so they're the Alpin yeah. kids. Yeah. They are sent off into exile to their safekeeping okay, by people. But, because they're probably too young at the start mm. of the rain, but they come back mm. and they want their throne back. Right. Now, according to the Chronicle of the Kings of Alba, this is what happens. Mm. On the very day of St. Circeus, there was an eclipse of the sun. Yoki, with his foster son, was then thrown out of the kingdom. Well, just like that. That's what they say. Mm -hmm. Actually, the eclipse would have taken place in 885, as opposed to 889. Yeah. So, what probably happens is that the scribe, working a few decades later, just used a bit of dramatic licence and said, oh, there was a massive eclipse, and then...
0: And then he found himself in a boat. Yes.
1: (laughs) Sailing away. Sort of uh, James Bond style. In fact alternative explanations is that there was a battle
0: sounds, that sounds better battle at
1: Dundurn Yoki is thought to have just sought sanctuary with his father poss- father's kin on the Clyde so he probably does just get sent away right but Girik's the man who faces the battle and he is killed at the fortress of Dundurn in 889
0: so but Yoki isn't killed Yoki is still a battle
1: well maybe we don't really know at all
0: but he disappears from the scene he
1: disappears from the scene having not really made any impact on it at all in the first place
0: yeah he really does sound a completely unimportant character to Mm. Garrick's um, actual power
1: yeah so that is the reign of Probably Giric,
0: <laughs> which okay. comes to
1: an end in 889 at the hands of the Alpins.
0: That's awfully confusing, because I'm looking at a card of Yockey here. Yes. And it's not it doesn't even say Yockey, it says Eochade. <laughs> yes. Ah, oh, I'm going to struggle.
1: Here. You are. Well, let's review Giric. Okay. Battliness! Well, we've got some stuff to say for Giric. Mm, yep. First off, he gets rid of Ith. He supplants the previous king. Hashtag I I remember Ieth, yeah. Exactly. So it's not clear whether it was in a battle or just an ambush. Mm, oh, the stabby, yeah, stabby stabby. But mm. it certainly would have required force. Mm. And he then has to take the throne. It is a nice,
0: juicy bit of scandal, too, isn't it? It's a mm. good. He's. He's fine. These guys are getting the hang of Rex. Factor he's now, a deal, maybe, yeah, aren't yeah. they?
1: Yeah. Um. So some form of force must mm. have been in place to get rid of Ith and then maintain the throne. Yeah. So that's good. Now, in the Middle Ages, where he is remembered, Giric, he actually becomes something of a legendary figure. And he's sometimes referred to as Gregory the Great. Oh, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> so Giric is now called Gregory? Some medieval sources have described him as being Gregory the Great. The Prophecy of Birkin, yeah. which is sort of 11th century verse history, yeah. um, which is presented as a prophecy, but obviously it's written after the event. <laughs> yes, <I'm laughs> separate, easiest way yeah. to make a prophecy. And this is what it says. The son of fortune shall come. He shall rule over Alba as one lord. The Britons will be low in this time. High will be Alba of melodious boats. Pleasant to my heart and my body is what my spirit tells me. The rule of the son of fortune in his land in the east will cast misery from Scotland. Seventeen years in fortresses of valour in the sovereignty of Scotland. He will have in bondage in his house Saxons, foreigners and Britons.
0: It's not terribly catchy. I can't wait for the chorus. (laughs)
1: Exactly. Uh, A bit more succinct is The Chronicle of Melrose, which says that he subdued to himself all Ireland and nearly all England. That can't be true. No, it's blatantly nonsense. Mm. So, for some reason or other, in the Middle Ages, they just falsely said that he conquered Ireland and England and all this they're stuff. terrible aren't they just
0: making stuff up <laughs>
1: just making it up yeah. possibly with England you know Northumbria is really falling apart in this period because of all the Viking attacks Yeah. maybe he takes the northern bit Bernicia, which is sort of Bamber today yeah. so maybe he invades there very good castle maybe he invades there and kind of does a lot of impressive stuff and from that they say ah oh, well he's basically that's that's the, pretty important. much all of it yeah. as, as far as we can see exactly yeah. he's conquered all of England um, but, yeah, it's, it's a massive exaggeration. And ultimately, of course, his reign comes to an end with defeat.
0: Uh, yeah, how does that account defeat again?
1: So um, there's a massive fortress, probably in Perthshire, called Dundurn. Yeah. And um, he's locked up behind there. We don't have any accounts of the battle, but archaeology from there found burnt timbers, loads of arrowheads and stuff, which suggests that there was a massive battle, a fire, and the Girid perhaps perishes going down in arrows and flames and nice. all sorts so of So who's he fighting? So he's fighting the Alpin princes. The
0: confusingly named ones that we will just called Alpine princes. Yes. Okay. And they s- besiege him there. Come they back. besiege him Oh yeah, ways. they've
1: come back hairy and wanting revenge. Yes, yeah, so mm-hmm. they attack the fortress, presumably burn it down and Giric, Easy. we must assume, is killed in the process. Okay. So we, did actually, we do actually have some positive action there. Some of it entirely fictional, mm-hmm. but some of it not fictional
0: yeah yeah I mean it's, there's something isn't it I mean the hmm he does take he the throne, the
1: throne yeah. by some level of force
0: loses it by force does that cancel that out though mm. but he um, does
1: at least go down fighting yeah rather than just stabbed yeah. in the woods yeah and he Eight maybe one. does a little bit of attacking Northumbria Uh, two Ooh. Harsh. I was going to give him kind of, I was going to give him a
0: four. Mm. I, it's not enough there, mm. and he, and I feel like I feel I feel like he's not he's not he's not actual king. Mm. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, ruling on behalf mm. of someone, and qu- quickly got in and just as quickly got out. Mm.
1: So the two and a four that gives him a six for battliness.
0: Scandal.
1: Well... Does rather better here. He kills the king. Yeah, that's pretty good. And steals the throne. Yeah. Juice. So, I mean, that is that is a proper bit of scandal yeah, And is. he has no claim to that throne. It's not like, you know, brothers are having an argument. He's no. just a nobody. Mm. The only defence of that action I can think of is that it could just be that somebody else killed Ieth and then Geric thought, well, there's no one else around here to take the job. Mm-hmm. Might as well be me. But I, th- I reckon he did. I reckon he did. I'm well up for a bit of... <coughs> Hey. I love it.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean it's solid, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's probably that's murder. That's murder. Overview. Well, regicide. Regicide. That. Yeah, that's 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 well above five. Mm. um But not much else. Mm. And we've got we've got a good bit of murder. No sex. Uh, not enough sort of drinking and all that sort yeah. of business. But I mean, as far as murder goes, that's the best type. Yes for X Factor just yeah. to be clear um, uh,
1: 6.5 yeah. uh, I'm going to go 6 mm. I think it's you know it's, it's decent but you know you need a bit more colour to really yeah, start do. to move up yeah, rather than exactly. just one one big hit one big hit mm. but still that is a marked improvement that's 12.5 for Scandal Subjectivity we've got some stuff here mm. actually about a little bit about his rule uh, according to the Chronicle of Melrose, Giric was the first to give liberty to the Scottish church, which was in servitude up to that time, after the custom and fashion of the Picts. So he, I mean, good in some ways,
0: but then completely changed it for the Picts.
1: Well, this is the thing with this reign. So it may be under Constantine, the Columban church, the Gaelic Scottish church, mm. may be lost its influence again to the Pictish church and those sort of figures and bishops. Um... And we remember that under Kenneth Macalpin, the Ionian monks, had left to go to Kells mm. rather than to come with him to Dunkeld. So that kind of had been a that split. So maybe they've lost right. some of their influence. So Gerick brings mm. that back. So as you say, great for the Scots. Not so hot. Not so hot for the Picts. Yes. Uh, another thing we've got is the Dunkeld Litany. Yes. Litany is a sort of text of a prayer for the souls of saints. So this one which was found um, uh, says... Protect and defend our King Giric and his army from all the intents of his enemies and concede to him victory and long life.
0: What is that like? Uh, wishing him well. like, mm. like that's, that's like our national anthem.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, the significance of this is it's a 16th century text but it's got an ancient core because it refers to various early saints. Right. So this may actually be the only contemporary source for the entire Ooh, reign. Right. Okay. If it was written at the time. And it hints... At positive sentiment towards Giric, <laughs> I mean, we're really scratching there. Yes. Yeah. And in the Chronicle of Melrose, in relation to his death at Dundurn, it says, "In Dundurn, the upright man was taken by death."
0: The upright man. Now, by upright, a, yeah. I
1: don't think it means that he was standing a lot. He was I think just it just means a, a good egg. Good egg. Yeah. So right. it's like "Oh, that's a pity." It was a
0: taken by death.
1: Fine chap. Awful way to go. So again, suggests a man, perhaps a decent repute Yeah. Yeah. On the other hand, as you said, what's good for the Scots isn't so good for the Picts. Mm. And it is a palace coup. He's probably toppled the old order. And to establish himself, he's also probably installed his allies and kicked out some of the old crowd. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, he maybe does rule well for once he's there and what he's doing, but is it so good for people already there? It is a usurpation. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And it's just restoring what was there before
1: but then again it had been pretty chaotic before with Constantine yeah. the Vikings eyeth not lasting long and actually you know he manages a and he we'll manages come a, too, a, decent a decent amount of time look time. at the card here
0: yeah, yeah. Mm, I see what you mean maybe well it's only really one thing so the church who re- who write these chronicles yes. are saying an upright man <laughs> yeah. and they bring back What is his what's it uh, but it is really brought back down by the usurping
1: mm. too. I'll give him a. I'll give him a three and a half. Okay. Hmm. Five and a half for subjectivity.
0: Longevity.
1: So he rules from eight seven eight to eight eight nine. That's a surprising amount of time to
0: have such little written about him. Well,
1: presumably because they don't want it remembered. I suppose. Yes. I um, forgot about who was writing that. Mm. Yeah. So that's eleven years, mm. which is a score of three point eight one.
0: How does that rate... Oh, that's the best so far. Oh,
1: no. Uh, well, no. it's not as good as uh, Constantine or Kenneth, but it's uh, certainly better I than Pius. need my eyes. glasses on.
0: <laughs> Dynasty! Not the program.
1: Fortunately for Giric and yoki we have no evidence of any children. Really? So... They manage
0: what, um... What's his name?
1: Uh... I. Have. <laughs> I, I, have. I, have. I have. Um <laughs> Could
0: couldn't do that. Yeah, uh, they had one between them, mm. and uh, so
1: that's the end for them and this usurpation. There's no one to yeah. continue the fight.
0: I like that. This is some sort of really progressive marriage for seventh sort of century uh, Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's between the two men, they had one <laughs> child. <laughs> so
1: no children. No children. No children. Yes. Oh, that would be very impressive. Yeah. God, how did how did that happen? We all. <laughs> <laughs> So, that is a total score for Geeric of 27.81, which is actually the second best that we've had really? thus far. Wow. But, of course, only one of his predecessors has won the Rex Factor. But, what will Girić and Ooyoki manage to do? Do they, does he, have that certain something, that lasting legacy, that sense of greatness and achievement, which we call... Rex Factor! I don't... Think so. Again, we don't really no. have enough to go on. I mean I think he's done more sort of positive action than anyone since Kenneth. Yeah. You know, he's taken the throne, he's maybe done a bit of battling.
0: He's, he's the most rex Yes, since then. But he doesn't do that. That's not enough. One uh, one murder does not a Rex Factor win to make.
1: Exactly. For him to have got it, he really would have needed to have been victorious at Dundurn, completely wiped out the Alpins, and then ruled for 30 years and had 10 children. Yeah, quite. And started a new dynasty. All
0: the while having lots of parties and all this kind of stuff.
1: As it is. No. He doesn't. So it's a no for Giric and Ilyoki. He, or they, don't have the Rex Factor. So how are we classing their death? Uh. Uh, I think we'll go with Girick being killed in battle.
0: So, okay, so it's not quite assassination, is it? Not really. I think no. it's more legitimate. Okay. Right. Now
1: you can tell us what you think and whether you think that Yoki and or Girick deserved Rex Factor. Get in touch with us by email, RexFactorPodcast at hotmail.com Yes. Like us on Facebook. Yes, please. Uh, follow us on Twitter at RexFactorPod. And also check out our blog, rexfactor.wordpress.com, where we post various stories about the monarchs, and you can fill in a poll to say whether or not you think they should or should not have got the right yeah. And please subscribe to us on iTunes. That's and tremendously yeah, exactly. helpful. And leave a review. Yeah. Uh, I've got a f- couple of messages oh, here. Oh, I love the messages. And uh, one of the great things about all our episodes being there available, you can listen to all the Scottish monarchs and the first series we did on the English monarchs, mm. is that you get people years and years later who just started listening to yeah, something yeah, pick up. True. So we've got a couple of messages about our Saxon friends. Oh, OK, good. Um, this is David Inworth. Right. Who says, I appreciate I'm a couple of years too late, but have just discovered the Rex Factor podcast. Hello. Just enjoyed listening to Henry I, who I thought a worthy winner of Rex Factor. However, for me so far, Athelstan is the man. Oh. And I found myself berating my radio when Ali, I think, was umming and ahhing about giving him the Rex Factor, a more worthy winner you could not hope to find. I also thought that Edgar the Peaceable was harshly dealt with.
0: Oh dear, I I can't believe this is still coming back
1: to haunt us. And then on Twitter, at Sam Hexagon, just started listening to the archives, loved the show, Edgar the Peaceable was robbed!
0: Yeah, I I mean, I don't know... I'm going to have to do a Henry II and get down on my knees, crawl up Canterbury Cathedral nave wearing nothing but sackcloth, and maybe then, and only then, will I earn the forgiveness of Rex Factor fans. Uh, um, until that time I mean there's a Rex Factor video right there actually yes well there's a that might, yeah. well you know we'll wait see it, yes. wait until the summer perhaps yes yeah.
1: maybe anyway that is it for Giric and or Yoki they don't have the Rex Factor no we'll be back next time with the Alpin Dynasty once more on yes the
0: with the two hairy brothers I don't know why I've decided they're hairy <laughs>
1: well I guess they weren't hairy at the they start. weren't
0: hairy and they came back hairier yeah the hairy brothers well at least we don't have to call them their confusing names exactly like. Anyway,
1: until next time, goodbye. Bye.